The following is a message by Dr. Ryan Glomsrud from Westminster Seminary, California. For more information about this message or Westminster Seminary, California, visit us online at wscal.edu or call 760-480-8474. Online, wscal.edu or call 760-480-8474. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we lift our hearts to give you thanksgiving this morning. We are grateful that you uh, do make speed to answer our prayers and to deliver us. We ask that you be with us this morning to give us comfort and encouragement uh, from your word in this time we have together. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Please turn in your Bibles to Psalm 143. We're going to take a little uh, hiatus from our faculty series through through the Gospel of John, Psalm 143. It's a psalm of David. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my pleas for mercy. In your faithfulness answer me in your righteousness. Enter not into judgment with your servant, for no one living is righteous before you. For the enemy has pursued my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me sit in the darkness like those long dead. Therefore, my spirit faints within me. My heart within me is appalled. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the works of your hands. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. Answer me quickly, O Lord, my spirit fails. Hide not your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Deliver me from my enemies, O Lord. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, O Lord, preserve my life. In your, righteousness, bring, uh, in your righteousness, bring my soul out of trouble. And in your steadfast love, you will cut off my enemies. And you will destroy all the adversaries of my soul. For I am your servant. Many of you will no doubt know... Uh, the fifth book of the Psalms, uh, the fifth book of the Psalter, is, is uh, a rising chorus of praise to God, uh, to the God of creation and the God of covenant. This psalm is a little unique. Uh, just before the, the final uh, seven psalms, there's a cluster uh, of psalms from David, uh, six, six psalms right towards the end of the fifth book, uh, that returns to some of the older themes from earlier in the Psalter. Uh, returns to David's crying out uh, in anguish uh, and in despair to the Lord, asking, pleading for the Lord uh, for deliverance. And this is the last of that cluster uh, of David's psalms. Uh, it's simple, uh, I suppose, in its, in its move, movement from crisis uh, to comfort. Uh, the, the main dramatic interest of the psalm is, of course, the situation in which David finds himself. Uh, 
He's being pursued, hounded by his enemies. Looking especially to verses 3 and 4, uh, we see the crisis uh, and we hear from it, hear, hear of it from, from, David's own, from David's own lips. I, David Kidner has a little uh, two-volume commentary on the Psalms that I commend to you. It's really wonderful. And he says, every phrase in verses 3 and 4 is, is filled with anguish. Uh, it cries out. David's being pursued in body and in soul here, looking down at verse 3. The enemy is, my enemy is pursuing my soul. He's crushed my life to the ground. He's made me sit in the darkness like those long dead. He's being pursued. He's being crushed. He's sitting in the darkness, frozen, perhaps, almost paralyzed like a, a sort of nightmare where you can't quite move to escape uh, the pursuers. He's sitting in darkness uh, and in confusion and in, and in bewilderment. And at the climax of this, uh, of this crisis in verse 4, David's spirit is, is fainting within him and his heart uh, within him is appalled. Again, his body and his soul, his, his enemies, his pursuers uh, are, are after him and, and they're having their result. He's, he's about to give up. Um, this is the lament this is the cry of anguish uh, of a king who's hounded uh, in his kingship. It's so much more, however. It's also the cry of, of exiles. Uh, as these, these verses here are, are echoed in Lamentations, especially in Lamentations chapter 3, that great chapter of, about God's faithfulness. Um, this phrase about those long dead actually reappears there in, in Lamentations. Uh, it's also the cry, of course, uh, of, of our Lord. Uh, in these weeks leading up to Easter, uh, it's not wrong to think of his own cries of anguish, uh, thinking just especially of, of the book uh, of the Garden of Gethsemane. Before Jesus prays for his cup to be removed, he confides in his disciples, saying, My, my soul is very sorrowful, even, even unto death. Kidner, I think, is, is so helpful here. He says, one lesson to take away from this is that we are understood in our anguish. David's anguish is the anguish of the people of God, the people of Israel, and it's uh, our Lord's anguish, and it's, and it's our, our anguish. We, we find our emotions here laid out and described uh, in the Psalter. Of course, there is a, a great difference between our Lord's innocent suffering on the one hand, and, and our suffering, David's suffering, Israel's suffering. And of course, that has something to do, I think, with the first two verses. Uh, there's a penitential aspect to this psalm. In fact, it's one of seven penitential psalms. Uh, it's very brief, but here, in verses 1 and 2, David pleads, Enter not into judgment with your servant, for no one living is righteous before you. That's it. It's just, just a snippet. Uh, asking, pleading with God not to enter into judgment. Uh, one of the reasons I be started thinking about this psalm is because uh, those two verses are the, the most cited psalm in Luther's Heidelberg Disputation, where he works out his theology of the cross, understanding a deep understanding of human sin uh, and, and the paradox of, of grace and mercy, a righteous God, 
and, and unrighteous sinners. Um, this is a, a paradox, uh, a tension between a righteous God and, and we as unrighteous. And so David pleads, enter not into judgment with your servant. It's a, a tension that's really only resolved in Christ uh, on the cross. And, and that's one of Luther's points in using this psalm. Where does uh, David turn for comfort then from this crisis? Well, verses 5 and 6 and 8 speak especially uh, of where David looks to find assurance. What does he do being hounded by his enemies? He remembers the works of God. He meditates on God's deliverance. Verse 5, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you've done. I ponder the works of your hands. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. No doubt this uh, includes the numerous occasions where God rescues David in his own experience, in his own life. But I think Kidner is, is, is no doubt right. Verse 5, remembering the days of old, probably suggests something, something bigger than just God's deliverance of David. Going all the way back to God's mighty acts in history, going all the way back to creation and following forward. God has provided deliverance on many occasions. He's acted powerfully uh, in, in history, and he's brought, brought deliverance. In verse 6, there's an image of David stretching out his hands for help. He's already escaping here his own self-preoccupation. He recognizes his crisis. He describes it. He cries out to the Lord. But then in response, he remembers God's acts and almost in an image lifts his hands up to heaven, looking outside of himself to the God who, who can bring salvation. He stretches out his hands, uh, a physical act, and his soul thirsts, thirsts for God like a parched land. Looking at verse 8, a wonderful verse, probably the verse that we all recognize from, from the psalm. Let me hear in the morning of your, of your steadfast love. Here David begins to move from recollecting God's mighty acts to wanting to hear more. Wanting God's uh, mighty acts to be announced and proclaimed to him. To hear of them uh, even in the morning. This is, of course, another uh, part of the psalm that's, that's echoed and repeated in, in Lamentations. Uh, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness in Lamentations 3, 3.22. Well, he's described his comfort now. He's recollected what God has done. He begins to look outside of himself for deliverance. And what does this lead him to do in, in the final few phrases uh, and verses of, of this psalm? Three times David prays for guidance. He asks the Lord, beseeches him for, for guidance. In verse 8, make me to know the way I should go. In verses 10, teach me, in verse 10, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. 
Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. That's, a, that's the natural response of one who's been comforted in crisis. To hear of the Lord's work and then to ask, how shall I pursue you and this deliverance that you've promised for me? We may take one final uh, note of comfort here from verse, from verse 11. As David re- returns with one last plea to preserve his life, He involves God and God's namesake, God's reputation. He says, for your namesake, O Lord, preserve my life. Surely there's something to be encouraged by there, to take comfort from there. Because God's king and God's purposes are intertwined. God's name and his reputation and our deliverance are intertwined. And so David rightly calls out to the Lord to be true to his own promises and and be uh, act as, in a powerful way to honor his own reputation by delivering David uh, the king. That's a comforting word for us this morning. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we ask for you to give strength to us, your people. We ask you to bless us and your people with peace. Give us that peace that the world cannot give that we may rest free from our enemies, free from fear, free that our hearts may be set out to obey your commandments. We ask these things because of the mercy and merits of our Lord Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Copyright 2014, Westminster Seminary, California. All rights reserved. You are permitted to reproduce and distribute this material in any format, provided that you do not alter the wording in any way and that you do not charge a fee beyond the cost of reproduction. For web posting, a link to this document on our website is preferred.